Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch. Brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, April 12th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the Biden administration tries to deal with the big eye, inflation. Number two, a Hawaii congressman with an interesting side hustle. And number three, the tally. We've got lots of fundraising numbers coming in. Jake, let's get to it. The number one story this morning is the Biden administration looking at how they are trying to deal with a new uh, report from the Bureau of Labor Statistics uh, that is going to release its March report on the Consumer Price Index, giving us the latest inflation numbers. Uh, You know, spoiler alert here, they aren't going to be good for the Biden administration. No. So the uh, Consumer Price Index, as you noted, comes out today, giving us uh, a new look at inflation. Um, Jen Psaki said yesterday from the White House podium, she expects them to be extremely elevated, extraordinarily elevated um, due to what she called Putin's price hike. So they believe it's going to be driven by gas and oil prices going through the roof. Um, So let's start with this. This ain't good. Um, It's not good for American consumers. It's not good politically for Democrats. It's not good for anybody. Um, Inflation and things costing more is a political problem, whether you blame it on Vladimir Putin or you blame it on yourselves or you blame it on I don't know what you could blame it on whatever you want. If things cost more money, um, the American people will will notice that and they'll decide how they who they want to blame it on. So um, the White House, uh, you know, is is saying the, they'll be bad. They're trying to take a little bit of the punch out of it. I'm not sure that's going to work. But the Biden administration will announce this morning, I was on a call last night with senior administration officials. Um, they um, they are going to allow gas stations this summer to sell E15 gasoline. That is gas blended with 15% ethanol, 10 cents cheaper, uh, they say, than a typical um, gallon of gas per gallon. So 10 cents cheaper per gallon. Um, EPA is going to issue an emergency waiver. E15 typically can't be sold during the summer because of pollution concerns. Um, Anna, do you have any thoughts on that very narrow nugget? Then we'll get into what Biden is trying to do here. Uh, I'm not an expert on E15, but I do. I I know you're surprised. Um, I do think what is interesting is something that's made in like North Dakota or no, that's Iowa, Iowa, right? Yes, that's yes, Iowa. Yes, ethanol. Big, big in Iowa. Not, but still an interesting politics in North Dakota as well. But uh, to the topic of the day, I I do think um, I'll just say like from a 30,000 foot view, interesting how the administration is trying to get out in front of this, right? I mean, not only are they... By saying that it's going to suck, that is how they're trying to get out in front of it, right? There's there's not a lot of great, you know, there's not a lot of, you know, great politics around this for them, but I do think they're trying to take a little bit of the the wind out of the sails on folks, you know, when it comes to their critics to say, acknowledge that it's going to be bad, right? And then try to mitigate as best they can on gas prices. Again, Again, to your point uh you know there's not a lot of great answers for them at this point but clearly they understand the pressure that they are going to be under i think the only bit of good news is the fact that congress is out of session and so they aren't going to be you know totally hammered by both democrats and republicans uh in the capitol yeah so exactly congress on recess the white house is using this week to talk about things that 
you know, some of the Biden administration's weaknesses, I, w- I guess we I would say. Uh, Monday was guns and crimes. We had a, a Biden at the White House issuing a um, a rule to um, to ban ghost guns. These and these kind of uh, make it yourself guns, which the administration and 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 law enforcement officials says say are being used to to kill people across the country. Um, Today is inflation and gas prices. Biden's heading to Iowa, to Menlo, Iowa, to a biofuel plant in Menlo uh, to talk about lowering gas prices. Thursday, he'll head to Greensboro, North Carolina, where um, in 2006, I believe, GW lost to Duke in the NCAA tournament. Um, Thanks so much for that side note. The the, the news that everybody was waiting for. As a side note, a very large arena in Greensboro to talk about but it's talk, talk about boosting U.S. manufacturing. The administration theoretically um, has a, a decent story to tell there vis-a-vis the chips, Yusika, uh process that's ongoing. We'll have more to say about that this week. Um, and, uh, you know, this is just they got a lot of problems. The, I mean, the question is, where does inflation go from here? We're not economists, so we have no idea where it goes from here. The administration seemed to signal that they believe the numbers will improve uh, next month because of falling gas prices um, or fa- falling oil prices globally. But, you know, this is a global problem. And this is, yes, gas prices and oil prices were going up before Putin invaded Ukraine. Um, perhaps it was in anticipation of of Putin invading Ukraine. But anyway... These are all temporary fixes, which may or may not provide provide some relief for people at the gas pump. And as as you know, Anna, people drive a lot in the summer. People go on vacations, especially people who have been cooped up for a long time due to COVID. So um, the administration is hoping to provide some relief here, and when we'll see if they're able to. All right, Jake, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Uh, this is a fascinating story. The Hawaii Civic Beat uh, ran a story in that we featured in the midday edition yesterday about Representative Kai Kaheli, the Democrat from Hawaii. He hasn't been in Washington much this year. Instead, he's voted by proxy since January, not because uh, he is, you know, necessarily elderly, because he's not, um, but has, we don't know has why been... he's doing it. To be frank with you, <laughs> correct, but but at all, um, you know, but but in but taking advantage of the fact that the speaker is allowing members to uh, vote by proxy. And there is a really interesting nugget that is is just so you, Jake, because you're obsessed with airlines and obsessed with travel in this way. And then you dug deeper in terms of the fact that he is a commercial pilot and is still working for Hawaiian Airlines. This is very bizarre. You know, Anna, you and I and Brez have covered a lot of bizarre stories in in our years or more than decade working together. This is up there. This is really up there. Kahele is a commercial pilot. He worked for Hawaiian Airlines. Uh, he's rated to fly the A330, Boeing 767, and Boeing 757. Um, three uh, uh, large, long-haul aircraft. Um, and I just as a note, Hawaiian Airlines doesn't do many short flights. I mean, they fly between the islands. But if you're flying the A330, the 7.6, or the 7.57, 
I, I actually thought about looking last night where these planes go to, but I, I didn't I didn't have the energy. But they they but Hawaiian flies to Japan, South Korea, to a bunch of destinations on the West Coast, and then New York, Austin, Orlando, and Boston. And the A three thirty probably does a, a a good number of those routes. Now Kahele is saying his office says that he's earning less than two twenty nine thousand five ninety five, the maximum amount in outside income. I'm not entirely clear. Well, we're going to look more into this today and and figure out what the hell's going on and wh- whether whether you're allowed to moonlight essentially as a pilot. But this is a bizarre arrangement for many reasons. Number one, Brez always likes to say if you don't have a a letter from ethics saying what you're doing is okay, it doesn't exist because ethics is. They put things in writing. They put things in writing. They don't just say, yeah, yeah, cool. Go be a pilot if you want. So we asked for that. We did not get it. I mean, and and by the way, Kaheli's office was relatively responsive. So I don't want to say they weren't. I spoke to them last night. I spoke to them yesterday. Um, I asked Kaheli's office if he, so he's only voted five times in person in 2022. That's according to the Civic Beat story. Um. Like, was he flying for Hawaiian Airlines during this time? Uh, They wouldn't say that, or they didn't say that. Um, Most alarmingly, Hawaiian Airlines has business in front of the Transportation and Infrastructure Committee, on which Kahele sits. This airline lobbies the federal government. So he's collecting a salary from an entity that's lobbying the government. That's it. That let's let's just take the minimum. Yeah, you've heard me say this a million times. The minimum here, okay? Kahele's on a committee that's being lobbied by Hawaiian Airlines because they have to lobby transportation infrastructure. That's their committee of jurisdiction. Are they lobbying him? Who know, We don't know. I mean, I tried to ask them whether how he accounts for that, that dissonance in a sense, and they didn't say. On one occasion, Kehele talked about Hawaiian Airlines in a congressional hearing uh, expressing his dismays about furloughs. So this is all very troubling. I mean, uh, I don't know how much flying he'd be doing to make $29,000. I mean, he's the, the airlines he's flying and the position that he's in, he's a former military, former Air Force guy. Um, that It's just $29,000 is not a lot of money to be flying. I mean, those kinds of jobs pay six figures, well into the six figures, up to, you know, $100,000, $200,000. Not well in, but a decent amount of money. So uh, this is troubling. I don't know what's going on here. We're going to keep digging into this, but we wanted to kind of lay a marker that we thought this was extremely bizarre, and we will continue to push for answers today um, and tomorrow if we don't get them today, because this is very strange. All right. Uh, Jake Sherman, a dog with a bone. We are going to be covering this (laughs) thoroughly, as you can tell. This is a very big issue for me as as an airline enthusiast and a congressional ethics enthusiast. All right. Uh, we will bring you more on that, no doubt, uh, in the coming days and even weeks. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning. We've got a bunch of news in the tally uh, this morning. I'm going to just hit on the first two. Uh, winning for Women Action Fund, a group devoted to electing Republican women to Congress, is going to report raising $4.6 million in the first quarter of 2022, more than $2 million of that haul is in hard dollars, meaning they are subject to the federal donation limits. This is the group's best quarter yet. Uh, it has raised $8.4 million this, million this cycle, a big number uh, for this group. 
Also interesting, uh, Mandela Barnes, the lieutenant governor of Wisconsin, raised $1.7 million in the first quarter as part of his bid to capture the Democratic nomination to take on incumbent GOP Senator Ron Johnson. This is another in- another item of personal interest for me. Uh, uh, Marco Rubio is hosting a fundraiser at RTJ, Robert Trent Jones Golf Club in Virginia, one of the top golf clubs in the area, maybe perhaps in the country. Listen to this. If you are a past attendee of the golf outing and you're able to join, one stroke will be deducted from your final score. And then if you get someone new to attend, you'll get another stroke off your final score. Now, and I play a lot of golf, less than I would like, but um, I would love to have some sort of arrangement where I'm able to deduct any amount of strokes from my score. Like one would be awesome for me and might actually make me a better golfer. Anyway, uh, two other items, uh, three, three other items, and we'll wrap up. Ruben Gallego will report raising $512,000 last quarter, nearly five times what he raised in the first quarter of 2020. Um, uh, Gallego is looking at a run against Kirsten Cinema, so everything he does is going to be um, uh, uh, examined. Let's put it that way. Mike Lee raised 1.3 million in the first quarter. He's has 2.4 million on hand. He's up for re-election in 2022. And Marsha Fudge, the HUD secretary, donated $50,000 from her con- congressional campaign to Emily's List and $25,000 to Collective PAC, which works to elect Black Democrats to public office. All right. With that, thank you so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. It's the best way for folks to find out about The Daily Punch. You can also subscribe to all things Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.